This is the Taz and Jim Podcast. Yeah, Taz and Jim, we are self-quarantined. Day number four here, broadcasting from our own homes. And uh, it's a bit of an inconvenience having to do things this way, but we consider ourselves very fortunate to be able to uh, get our work done from home, to still have a steady paycheck. We are thinking of everyone out there who is in a different situation. And, uh, you know, we sympathize with you guys. We sympathize with everyone who has to leave their house. If you're on the front lines, uh, no matter what you're doing, if you're out in public right now because you have to do it uh, for your job, uh, we have tons of respect for you guys. Uh, Shout out to our man in the hammer, Manny. He's getting up every morning, driving into the radio station, pressing the buttons. And in London, we've got uh, Juan the Colombian. Juan, are you there? Can you hear us? Yeah, I can hear you guys. Yeah, so you're you're driving into the radio station every day, right? That's correct. Yeah, yeah. Are you worried? Are you stressed out? Uh, a little. Like, uh, I'm the kind of person that I don't get to worry about many things, but like this one, it 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 just it, it got me. You know, I'm just thinking, oh my god, if I cough, I'm like, oh Jesus, no. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Seriously, I coughed a couple times yesterday, and I think it was just we went out for a long walk, and you know, it's the fresh air. You get home, and uh, you just had a little, just a little. <laughs> and I, I said to my wife, "Was that a dry cough? How did that cough sound? What would you rate that cough on a scale of one to five? It, it's it's freaky times coughing, we're living in. Here. I, I was it coughing is. the other day, and then I realized that uh, I just hit the bong, and I was like, oh, thank God, <laughs> <laughs> not COVID this time." Oh. It's a different strain that is making Jim cough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we had uh, we've got this equipment set up in our homes to broadcast, and there, within the company, there's more and more people who are broadcasting from their homes on the TV side of things with Global TV, also with uh, the different radio stations that Chorus Entertainment owns across the country. So there's a bit of an equipment shortage, and the the unit, the broadcast unit that Jim had in his office needed to be shipped out to one of our brother stations out west. So, Juan, you had to drive over to Jim's house yesterday and drop off some new broadcast equipment. Now, Jim lives in the same area as one of the COVID-19 testing sites, and you had to you had to go right past that. You said it was oh. pretty freaky to see, oh, huh? Oh, my God. I think that's the worst thing I've done in Canada so far. Uh, it, was, <laughs> <laughs> it was very scary. Like, to be honest, when I drove by... Uh, I just saw a bunch of barricades, so it was just, it, it was, it, it felt like in a movie, and yeah. uh, as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh my goodness, like, my heart started beating so fast, I, for some reason, I started getting anxious, I couldn't breathe, I was like, okay, Juan, you have to breathe, but then if you breathe, you might get the the COVID-19, like, what am I doing in my life? Oh, it was crazy. I'm laughing because we all feel the same, Juan. You don't want to share the same air as anybody. You see something like that with the lineups. Jim, what are the lineups like uh, at the Oak Ridge Arena site there near your place? You're taking the dog out for walks, you must see. 
Yeah, and I was kind of walking by, and I kept my distance. There's people in those white, not hazmat suits, but those full-body white whatever suits, kind of like uh-huh. painter suits or something like that, but with the hoods on them. And then they all have the masks and the goggles, and there's police wearing masks and lights on. And then there's just a lineup of cars, because the street, Valletta Street, goes around a bit of a bend. The yeah. cars are lined up around the bend, so it looks like it never ends. There's... There's uh, a lot of people trying to get in. A friend of ours posted a video of the lineup the other day. I went all the way down past Notre Dame Elementary School, past St. Pius Church. Blocks and blocks, like five or six blocks if you're not from London. This is a super long lineup of cars, and that's basically what it is. It's a drive-up thing. You drive up in your car, and they uh, they will assess you through your car window and if you if need be you'll have to get out of your car but um that's one of the testing sites in london another one is popping up in the city of london later today right jim yeah it'll be the second one Uh, it was me was that you (laughs) yeah but the mic the mic was off the mic was off so that's why i turned that off you're coughing in our (laughs) ear still whether the mic's on or off you coughed i just heard it one I, I just put I it just off to point it now. I'm when, freaking when, out, Taz. What are you doing to me? Please. When Juan showed up to my house, he was so scared. He he dropped the stuff off at the door, understandably, and then he was in the truck across the street with the window cracked. Just not didn't want the whole window all the way down. Too, he was yelling at me through the window. You know what? Uh, I, I've been cranking music more and more uh, ever since we've socially distanced, Jim. Isolated ourselves at home. I'm here with my family. Uh, both Jim and I traveled internationally last week. My family was with me. Your girlfriend, Sarah, was with you, Jim. So at least we have some company here uh-huh. at home. Yesterday, uh, we cranked up some ACDC, me and my, my three-year-old son, and we had a little dance party in the dining room it was it's a it's fun man you don't have a lot of live concerts going on right now live events so you got to get the loud music where you can and you can get it right here turn it up if it's too loud you may have is that a symptom i don't know (laughs) (laughs) the good news is you're not going to get a noise complaint nobody's going to come knocking at your door because everybody's scared of you so you can just (laughs) crank it to 11. (laughs) turn up your music as loud as you want and if a neighbor comes to complain just start coughing on the other side (laughs) of the door they'll be gone pretty quick we coined the term here uh on the taz and jim show covidiot that is someone who is completely overreacting or totally underreacting to the current situation we are in. They are covidiots. And unfortunately, uh, we've got some more covidiots of the day to share with you. Um, we've, we've talked about uh, how spring break down in Florida is still going on. Well, <laughs> some CBS News footage of some of the partiers down there has gone viral and it really it's you can't make this stuff up just let's play the first covid idiot here if i get corona i get corona at the end of the day i'm not gonna let it stop me from partying you know i've been waiting we've been waiting for miami spring break for a while about two months we've had this trip planned two three months so we're just out here having a good time whatever happens happens whatever happens happens man 
<laughs> if I get Corona, I get Corona. Hey, that sounds good, actually. I'll have a Corona. I'll take two. <laughs> you know, hey, you, you can't do anything to prevent it. You got to live, man. Well, you can. <laughs> you can go like, home. Yeah, not not going to spring break is probably going to decrease your chances significantly <laughs> of catching the virus. Here is COVID at number two. Like it's really messing up with my spring break. What is there to do here other than go to the bars or the beach and they're closing all of it? It's really messing up. I think they're blowing it way out of proportion. I think it's doing way too much. Thank you, doctor. (laughs) (laughs) There's nothing to do here but drink and party. Uh, So uh, how do you expect us not to do that? It would be hard if you were in New Orleans and you looked out your window and everybody was partying. You're like, what? Are they not worried? Yeah. You know, um, it'd be tempting, but you gotta, well, you gotta be smart. Bourbon Street, they're having trouble clearing that out, uh, earlier this week. Uh, spring break down in Florida where, where these COVID idiots are. They're having, they can't clear the beaches. I'm sure it doesn't help that they've canceled school in yeah. Florida for the rest of the year. School's canceled. Everyone go to the beach. I've heard that Bourbon Street on a normal partying weekend, there's literally booze like running down the drains. Like no exaggeration. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's like flowing on the sides of the gutters. So I can only imagine the cesspool down there right now. So here's another Florida spring breaker COVID idiot. Yeah, I mean, we planned this a long time ago, and it was kind of up in the air if we still go, but, like, we're here. I just turned 21 this year, so I'm here to party, so it's kind of disappointing, but we're just making the most of it. We met these other people in our little Airbnb spot, so we're just hanging out with them and trying to get drunk before everything closes. You know what they need? They need to open up that fire festival island again. And anybody who wants to party during all of this, you can fly out to Pablo Escobar's shady island if you want. But you're isolated. You're stuck there for three months. And and don't ask us what you have to do if you want a bottle of water. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say more than coronavirus is transmitted that way. Yikes. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> yeah, Fire Festival Island should become Covidiot Island. I, I like it. Yeah, I feel really sorry for you. You just turned 21 and you can't party on spring break. How about the kids uh, who have worked their whole lives to become Olympic athletes or who were playing in the OHL after putting in their time, getting up early every day of their lives, working hard. This may have been their breakout season. Uh, the, yeah. the scouts were starting to watch them. Uh, their whole future has been put on hold because of this virus. And forget about them. I'm, I'm more concerned about this girl who just turned 21 and she can't butt chug at the beach <laughs> like she was hoping to during yeah. spring break. I'm less worried about her tor- turning 21 than I am about my grandma turning 83. So please <laughs> stay home. That's right. Uh, one for the road here. Spring breaking COVID idiots. I mean, it sucks, but we're going to make the best of it. We're enjoying ourselves. It sucks. And I'm from New Orleans, so this really sucks. However, we're going to enjoy ourselves. We're having day parties all day. It's my birthday, St. Patrick's Day. Turn up. We're just trying to roll with the boy. We're just living for the moment. We're just going for, (laughs) we're just going to do what happens, when it happens. When stuff closes, we're going to do it when it closes. But uh, uh, besides that, we're just trying to have the best trip we can. 
Good luck, guys. Godspeed. <laughs> We're just living for the moment. Yeah, you, you better be, because there may not be another moment for you. <laughs> and now, the winner is... Devin Peacock. I want to see you peacock. Taz and Jim, we are self-isolating at our homes. Devin Peacock from Global News Radio, our sports guy is at the radio station and dev people are adapting here in this strange time they are uh, finding ways to make things work and a lot of people are freaking out right now because there's not a lot of live sports but here comes nascar to the rescue they are innovating things starting this weekend yeah nascar has decided to go digital they have announced a uh, partnership with iRacing to hold a series of simulated races that will include several nascar cup drivers dude these guys these iRacers are serious i know two of my friends that have spent over probably two thousand dollars on their own seat steering wheel gas pedals brakes that they set up in their own living room like these people are I know it sounds crazy, but they're talented drivers in their own virtual way. Well, you got to think like so. You know, whoever's like the best at any time in NASCAR, they're going to be like the worst in this. Like the worst driver probably has the most time to practice all this stuff during the season. <laughs> yeah. So he's the guy that's going to love this because all of a sudden, some nobody's like, "Hey, now I'm the star." Hey, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is doing this. Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin. Kyle Larson, you got some big names who are going to be taking part in this thing, but basically it's just a video game, and uh, we're going to race fans will be able to watch uh, these guys play in a video game, which sounds to me like a great idea. I like it. (laughs) It They should do this with every sport. Would you pay Jim to watch the guys from the Boston Bruins play the Toronto Maple Leafs guys? In Chell, a little EA Sports, okay. NHL 2020? Yeah, they have to lock on to their own player. They have to be themselves. Yes. They control themselves. I don't know if I'd pay, but I'd certainly stream it and watch the advertisements. I think it's a good idea. I mean, I'd be, I mean, they already have eSports, and so, like, here's, like... Where's esports been all this? Like I was watching marble racing uh, yesterday. Like uh, marbles oh, racing <laughs> down like a bunch of a sandbank. That's where I'm at with my uh, sports deficiency right now. So I would watch, you know, Matt, you know, Marner's, Marner and Matthews and Nylander get together and play whoever. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know, I need something because I'm going crazy. Who won the big marble race yesterday, by the way? It was the we blue marble. He, he was way out in front. <laughs> I knew it. But then he took a wrong turn, and then the red marble was in front, but then the red marble screwed up, and the blue marble cruised to the victory. Wow. Congratulations to blue marble. He's going to sell a <laughs> lot of merchandise. <laughs> Thanks, Dev. Cuckoo. It's Taz and Jim. We are self-isolating. And remember, if you are doing the same, you can listen to us on your smart speakers at home. Just ask your smart speaker to play a Y108 or FM96, and you'll be able to listen to the show live. We also have the Taz and Jim podcast, wherever you can uh, download your podcasts if you want to check us out that way. So I'm doing uh, the show from my office at home. Jim's in his office at his place. 
And we're just sharing stories here. Jim, you've, uh, we talked yesterday about Big Brother. Yeah. Uh, the cast in Canada and the cast of Big Brother in Germany, they're in this house. They're completely isolated. They had no idea what was going on with the coronavirus until a couple days ago. They had to be told. Uh, just so you guys know, on the outside, there's some, some serious poop hitting the fan here with this virus. And, uh, and they're aware of, of the situation now. But uh, you've got another story about isolation and someone who didn't realize that the coronavirus had gotten so big. Yeah, this is Jared Leto, obviously famous actor in the band 30 Seconds to Mars. Um, here's his uh, tweet. Wow, 12 days ago, I began a silent meditation in the desert. We were totally isolated. No phone, no communication. We had no idea what was happening outside the facility. Walked out yesterday to a very different world. Stay inside, folks. Stay safe. You know, that's a crazy thing to go through. <laughs> you know, what a, what a, what a bizarre world to emerge into. But everybody's going, shut up, Jared Leto, on your stupid <laughs> desert retreat. Oh, the ayahuasca made me see clearly that our world is in need of spiritual healing. Shut up. And people are running out of patience with celebrities and their pretentious tweets, Taz. Jared Leto, you're the worst joker. Shut up and go back to the desert. <laughs> Where your joker belongs. But people are running out of patience with for the, all these celebrities who think that they're helping and like sending these positive messages. I think people are, are just bitter because there's also a viral video of Gal Gadot and a bunch of other famous people singing uh, John Lennon's Imagine. Uh -huh. And it's like cutting back and forth. They're each like, you know, singing a line here and there. But everybody is responding like, Shut up. We don't care about you guys. You're not helping. Yeah. We get it. You're rich and gorgeous. I'd They're... love to be, I'd love to be, uh, quarantined with Gal Gadot right now in a mansion somewhere. With all your millions of dollars, you don't need to rely on anybody else. They're comparing it to the, uh, the Simpsons episode where Bart falls down the well and they're like, yeah. all get together. We're sending our love down the well. Yeah. Just a little tone deaf, maybe. Gal Gadot and her millions of dollars and her sexiness, quarantine. I bet, I bet she has a, a faucet in her house that Purell just pours directly <laughs> out of. These rich celebrities. <laughs> I met Jared Leto once. Did you? Yeah, he he played in London at uh, Budweiser Gardens. Thirty Seconds to Mars did a show, and I got to give him credit. He was on the concourse, just standing around, talking to fans after they were the opening band. I can't remember who, who they opened for, but they were the opening band. And after uh, Jared Leto just was milling about, interacting with fans. And when I say interacting, uh, me and my girlfriend at the time went over, and she really wanted Jared Leto's autograph because he's such a hunk, right? And we went up. And he did not make eye contact with us at all and just dismissively signed the back of her ticket. Like, ugh. It's like, well, if you don't want the attention, what are you doing milling about? We all know you're Jared Leto. Yeah. What did you think we were going to do? It's a funny situation because he's already famous for an actor, but he has to build up his street cred reluctantly by interacting with the music fans. <laughs> so right. in his mind, he's above it, but he still knows <sighs> he has to do the groundwork. Go back to the desert, Jared Leto. <laughs> you're the worst joker. Don't walk away, Eileen. He may need to revise that one. Do walk away, Eileen. Don't come within six feet. Do walk away. Oh, you get the point. <laughs>
That's got, that's got to be one of the best Eileen songs out there. Another one does come to mind. It's it's Come On Eileen, which also in these times not very sanitary. Um, but there is uh, there's some friends of ours. They call themselves the Whack MCs, Carl and Kyle. Um, they've been making these parody videos for a while now, and they sent us one yesterday. Said you guys might like this. Uh, Taz and Jim listeners may enjoy. So here it is. It's a coronavirus parody, and I'm sure you'll recognize the tune. I just want to say right now that this isn't actual medical advice. You know, don't listen to me. I didn't even play a doctor on TV. COVID-19, oh, are you so mean? My test came back clean, but I'm still in the store shelves are picked clean. I ran out of TP. Had to use my delicate I got COVID-19 from this girl named Eileen. We met online dating. Now it burns when I pee. Oh, I think that's BD. You better take three of these and stay away from ladies. Stop blaming COVID-19. See, I told you, this song wasn't serious at all. So, uh... Man, wash your damn hands. Like, seriously, it's not that hard. <laughs> Are you going to be able to hear COVID-19 now, Jim, without singing that in your head? <laughs> Never again. It works perfectly. COVID-19. <laughs> That's going to be my head for weeks. Does make things seem a little more upbeat right now. Uh, there's a little video that goes along with that, and we've posted it on the Taz and Jim social pages if you want to check it out. And thanks to our buddies, the Whack MCs, for trying to make us smile. It's Taz and Jim. Good morning. We are self-quarantined here. It's Thursday, March 19th, 2020. My wife is uh, is putting giant red X's on the calendar since we've been quarantined together. Oh, geez. Like you're in prison, scratching it on the wall. A hundred percent. It really, it looks, they're starting to add up. It looks a little overwhelming when you see those X's. But uh, we, at least 14 days, are going to be doing the show from our homes. Traveled internationally last week, uh, went into the voluntary uh, isolation here, and now they're saying uh, this could be going on for a while. So we'll just ride the wave. Um, you can get out of the house still. I know, Jim, we talked earlier about how you've been walking your dog, and, and somebody sent us a message saying, I hope Jim isn't really walking his dog. Quarantine means quarantine. He shouldn't be leaving the house. Yeah, that's not true. The The health officials do say that you're allowed to you know, walk around the neighborhood. They don't want people going crazy in their homes. Just limit your exposure to people. I'm not going to go and start touching people's mailboxes or anything. I, I am asymptomatic, so I feel like I'm good. But, yeah, I'm just walking the dog around the neighborhood, and he needs to get some fresh air. Right. Uh, I need some fresh air, too, to be honest. Uh and I'm just you go stir crazy from people and their dogs. Yeah, you can get in the yard. You can go for a walk, go for a bike ride. Uh, my family's been going for a walk every afternoon. Yesterday we were out there walking for like two hours because well, what else are we going to do? <laughs> but we saw something interesting. Actually, I want to talk to you guys about this. And if you know anything about this, please call us at one eight three three Taz and Jim. That's one eight three three eight two nine six five four six. Um. We're walking around our neighborhood, 
and we noticed one of the houses had a an empty toilet paper bag hanging from one of their windows. They were flying it like a flag almost. Huh. You know, you know what I'm talking about. So if you go to yeah. let's say Costco, and I think this was a Kirkland signature uh, plastic wrapping that goes around all the toilet paper rolls. So a big it, bag, a big bag, and it was hanging from the window of a house in our neighborhood. And my wife and I were like, "Well, that's kind of strange and and random, but does it mean something? Does huh. it mean that?" They are out of toilet paper, and they would like you to drop off a, a roll or two on their front porch because they also have isolated themselves. Does it mean that it's a safe space for toilet paper? So kind of <laughs> like a kind of like a block parent sign, you know? Yeah. Remember block parent signs? If you needed help, there'd be a block parent sign, and you knew you could go and and knock on the door for help. Is that what the the empty toilet paper bag means? Does it mean we can go knock on the door if we run out of toilet paper? A speakeasy for TP. Yeah, I don't know what it means, but I'm so curious, and I uh, I've been thinking about it nonstop ever since I saw someone flying an empty toilet paper bag like a flag from their their house yesterday. Hmm. I have a couple empty liquor bottles I should hang from my window and see if somebody <laughs> fills them up. <laughs> well, I don't know if I trust that they f- fill them up with liquor is the problem. <laughs> Smell any it before you drink it. a good receptacle. <laughs> so if you know anything, is this something maybe that's been online that we haven't seen? If you f- are flying a toilet paper, empty mm. toilet paper wrapper bag from your house, does it mean something in the uh, current climate? It's Taz and Jim, and we uh, don't have any new information, unfortunately, on what the heck is going on with one of my my neighbors flying a an empty toilet paper bag wrapper like a flag from their house. We were on a walk yesterday, and I saw it. Um, speculation that maybe the flag meant they had extra toilet paper to share with neighbors who were in need, or maybe that their family was quarantined and they had ran out of toilet paper. Not 100% sure uh, which it is. Yeah, I doubt that they have toilet paper they're willing to give away. Maybe mm. it was an accident. Maybe it was like an American Beauty thing, and the, 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 the bag just the blew bag up there. And it was, yeah, and it, oh, oh, it's, it's a piece so of art. gorgeous, I can't even handle it. It's just so beautiful. <laughs> Look at that toilet paper the bag chaos. flying through the sky. I've never seen anything like it. <laughs> I can die now. There's nothing it's more dancing. beautiful than that. <laughs> it's dancing in the wind. <laughs> no, it was. It had two bricks on it. It was on a windowsill. It had two bricks. You know oh. what? When we go for a walk later today, I'm going to take a picture of it. But uh, our listeners uh, are uh, sending us text messages saying they don't know. They they haven't seen anything in their neighborhood. So uh, I, I don't know if this is something that this this person is trying to start. Or maybe, hey, maybe it's none of the above, and this is just a status thing. They're just showing off. Ah. Right? They're like, hey, look how much toilet paper we have, you losers. <laughs> <laughs> it's like parking it's like, a Lamborghini like keeping a sticker a on your hat. Yes, keeping a yeah, sticker on yeah. that Lamborghini in the driveway. Yeah. <laughs> Every time I use a roll of toilet paper, I'm going to tape the, the, the cardboard roll to the outside of my house so my neighbors know how much butt wiping I'm doing with all my toilet paper. <laughs> I'm living it up! <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be so- I 
any other time, I'd go up to the door. I'd knock on the door to ask them what was going on, but you can't do that because we're social distancing right now. So I'll take a picture of the uh, the toilet paper bag that's hanging from my neighbor's house and see if we can figure figure out why it's there. Maybe they'll hear us talking about it and they'll get in touch themselves. It's Taz and Jim. Quarantine day four here. We are uh, doing our show from each of our homes. Uh, we've got Devin Peacock, who is one of the few people remaining at the radio station in the Global News Radio newsroom there. Uh, he's joining us as well. And uh, the virus is spreading here. According to John Hopkins University in the U.S., uh, they're a very trusted source for medical information. Well above 200,000 confirmed cases of coronavirus worldwide. That number has doubled in the past two weeks. 8,809 people uh, have passed away from the virus, and there's 84,113 who have recovered. They are stressing that you need to continue social distancing to slow down the spread of the virus right now you got to take it seriously the canadian and u.s governments taking it seriously dev the border is shutting down which is huge it's massive it's it's historic i mean the border is the longest un you know unguarded border in the world between canada and united states that's the close relationship we have everyone knows uh so it is uh, for all intents and purposes, starting today, but details still need to be worked out exactly between the two countries in terms of who is essential, who is not essential, how that is going to uh, work in terms of uh, just m- making this go forward for all the border guards. So some of the details still need to be worked out, but for all intents and purposes, it does start today. Uh, and of course, the government did again uh, encourage all Canadians who are outside of the country, especially those United States, to come back now if they haven't already, because uh, it's better to be back home than in a different country, especially the United States, with a lot of people potentially seeing uh, their insurance uh, run out at a certain point because of all this. Mama Taz and my stepdad Alan got home yesterday safe. They're snowbirds. They were down there. They drove back, and they said it was pretty eerie on the roads, especially as they got a little further north from Florida. Uh, the restaurants and the uh, the stores that were shut down, they just weren't expecting it. They said it was lucky that they had brought the extra food that they had with them down in Florida in the car so they had something to eat because it was tough to even find a place to get a bite to eat on the drive back to Canada. Uh, somewhere in this country taking things very seriously. Out east, Dev, there is a, where is it that they're locking people up if they, if they break their isolation? So Newfoundland and Labrador have, uh, announced what I think, uh, I haven't seen anyone else in the prov, in the country doing this. Canada's strictest measures aimed at all of this. And so they have uh, declared a uh, public health emergency. And for those people who are in self-isolation and non-compliant, you could, uh, if you're caught, face up to uh, six months in jail. Uh, you could face a penalty of up to $2,500. For uh, uh, corporations that uh, break any of the rules, they could be seeing a fine of $50,000. Company directors would also be held liable for individual penalties. So they are taking this very seriously, very strictly in terms of making sure people, when they self-isolate, actually self-isolate because there have been a lot of memes, people are joking about it, but it's a serious thing about a lot of people trying to get their parents 
to stay in because their parents are complaining that their lifestyle is being cramped by all this. Right, and we're doing this for parents and grandparents because the elderly have a more of a chance of, uh, of dying if they catch the coronavirus. Now, Jim, you're a little concerned about uh, Prince Edward Island and what's going on out there. Well, yeah, if you thought the uh, lineups for toilet paper were long, check this out. Liquor and cannabis stores to shut down across <laughs> PEI today at 2 p.m. I just got to say, how out of touch... Are the doctors in PEI at a press briefing Wednesday afternoon? Doctor Heather Morrison said liquor and cannabis stores are not considered essential. What are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Have you been locked in your house with your family for two weeks straight? They are essential. <laughs> Actually, and and not not a laughing matter. Um, it's kind of crazy too because if you are a functioning alcoholic you can't quit cold turkey so if the liquor store shut down there may mm -hmm. be some like you could die if you if you, you can have start shaking shaking uh, yeah. pretty quickly there have you heard anything about liquor and cannabis stores in ontario shutting down devon peacock we have not seen that there have been both the lcbo and uh, the beer store so um when uh, doug ford announced the state of emergency a couple days ago. The LCBO announced that they would be limiting their store hours to 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. They reminded customers that delivery options are available. Uh, the beer store yesterday announced that they were changing their hours to uh, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday as of today. And then the stores will operate 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. Um, uh, so, sorry, stores that operate 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. will not be affected by the change because that would be the same amount of time. So both um, them and the uh, cannabis stores all open for now. That's been They've actually been quite clear about that in Ontario, that they're not closing for now. There have been some hour changes in terms of when they're all operating, but there's been no talk uh, to this point. There's going to be uh, some more news conferences today, obviously. Uh, Prime Minister Justin Trudeau will speak at 11. Doug Ford is uh, expected the Premier to speak at noon. So anything could happen at this point. But as of now, they are open. Okay. I think collectively we can all say few. <laughs> Liquor stores and cannabis stores in Ontario, as far as we know, are going to remain open. Thank you very much for checking out the Taz and Jim podcast. If you want to listen to us the old-fashioned way, live on the radio, you can do that on FM 96 in London or Y108 in Hamilton weekday mornings from 5.30 until 9.30. Or subscribe, keep downloading the podcasts, and we'll keep talking.